Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That's what we try to do every day here, Monday through Friday, not every day, Monday through Friday for two hours. We try to bring the truth, taking it to the streets. That's what we try to do. We try to bring, shed light on, uh, not that, not shed vaccine, but shed light on circumstances. And, you know, I, I get some criticism because I uh, I speak out on a lot of issues. And uh, particularly on on COVID and vaccines, I speak out on those issues. And people say, even people in my church, you know, I, well, you're not a doctor. You're not a scientist. How can you speak to these issues? I can speak to these issues because I am an intelligent person and I employ common sense and critical thinking. And I don't think you need to be a plumber to figure out that your sink is leaking and, and even figure out the cause of the leak. I don't think you need to be a mechanic to know that your car is not running properly. Uh, there's just things that are obvious. They're common sense issues. So uh, we have a, a, a piece written here by Chris Powell, the former managing editor of the Journal Inquirer. Vaccine definition was changed as COVID virus shots weaken. Well, you know, same thing, Chris. You're not a you're not a doctor. You're not a, a virologist. You're not an immunologist. You're not a scientist. How can you make a statement like that? Well, I guess I could make it because uh, I'm an American citizen, and the First Amendment is still tenuously in the Touche. But uh, I, no, I agree with you, Will. I think one of these days uh, you are definitely in danger of being hauled out of the station and shot by uh, certain authorities. And uh, not because you're wrong, but because you're subversive. Well, I mean, I, I, and see, I don't, I don't see truth as being subversive, but maybe it is. I don't know. Oh, it's it's enormously subversive, and it's more subversive every day in our yeah. in our society. I'm afraid, but if you know, to get to your your question, uh, back in in September, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention rather quietly uh, changed the official uh, definition of a vaccine. It, uh, mm-hmm. Originally defined a vaccine as something that produces immunity to a specific disease, uh, but uh, in September they they changed it to say that a vaccine is a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. Well, that that mm. uh, that, that change uh, indicated that uh, 
vaccines may not uh, be as effective uh, today as they uh, they used to be. Uh, you know, they used to be understood to produce immunity. Now, you can say something that is a vaccine uh, if it only uh, stimulates the body's re- immune response against diseases. It doesn't say anything about the sufficiency of the uh, the immune response. And of course. This change uh, coincided with the realization that the COVID-19 vaccines uh, are not so effective, that uh, <clears throat> there increasingly are these, uh, these breakthrough uh, uh, infections. They're not mm-hmm. uh, as, uh, as effective as, say, the, uh, you know, the traditional vaccines like the polio vaccines uh, are. You don't, uh, you don't hear a, a lot about uh, breakthrough polio cases in people who were uh, immunized even you know 60 right, or, right. or more or more years ago so the the definition of vaccines was changed by the government in September uh, I think really to uh, cover for the weaknesses of the of the COVID-19 vaccines now this is not to say that people shouldn't get the COVID-19 vaccine right nobody uh, it's to, to say that uh, you know, maybe they're not as effective as, as we were led to believe, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, and that uh, maybe they're they're also riskier than uh, some of the vaccines that uh, are traditional vaccines that we're, we're used to. Uh, unfortunately, to uh, suggest that the COVID-19 vaccines have deficiencies uh, is now considered very uh, very subversive uh, yeah, yeah. in polite uh, company, sure. even though Dr. Fauci himself in December co-authored an article in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is linked from my column, which acknowledges the weaknesses and, <clears throat> and uh, deficiencies and inadequacies of the COVID-19 vaccines. Well, you know, Chris, I said this last week. We're talking with Chris Powell, Journal Inquirer. I said this last week. I said, you know, I would be far less upset about this whole thing. If they would just come out in the first place and, you know, guys, this is a new deal. We don't really know what's going on with it. We're going to try our best to protect everybody and keep everybody healthy. But, you know, we're just, they're just not sure yet, you know. And so, but they've come, they come out, every time they come out, they come out with a statement as though it's the gospel. It's a definitive statement. Don't wear masks, wear masks, wear two masks. I mean, how many stinking trips on a plane did I waste my time and energy having to wear a stupid surgical mask only to find out, well, it's really not the way to, you got to wear an N95 if you want to be. So how many? You know, I mean, it's just we can't figure this stuff out sooner or do we know it and we don't want to talk about it. And when you change the definition of the vaccine, doesn't it change the essence of what it is? It's no longer a a vaccine. It's a therapeutic measure at this point. That's that's right. And and look, the government, like all of us, is is learning more as we go along. This uh, disease was not widely understood at the outset and we're. We're learning more about it every day, uh, but at the same time, we're learning more every day about these uh, vaccines, which really is a is a matter of practicality and a matter of law. Remain experimental. We're we're, yes. we're finding new side effects, some adverse side effects about them, virtually every every other week. Um, and in these circumstances, uh, I think it's. It's fair to recommend the vaccines to people, but it is grossly unfair to require them. Yes, yes, particularly with children. And I will tell you that I think his name is Dr. Malone. He was one of the people that helped develop the the technology, the technology that was used in the mRNA vaccines. He said absolutely would not give it to young children. He's not even sure if it's safe 
in the general population, and he helped yeah, create, he helped create the technology. His, his own invention for you know some some months now, and almost every time he opens his mouth, he's being censored somewhere. Yeah, Twitter Twitter censored him, uh, shut him down permanently. Can't go on Twitter anymore. Um, yeah, again, I just I don't mind not knowing, Chris. If you just be honest with me, don't say, "Oh, this is two weeks to flatten the curve." Uh, get a vaccine, and you can live a normal life. You can have Fourth of July with your family. Uh, I mean, how many definitive statements have these people made over the last two years? They have proven to be false. Well, and the, they, and the, they, what they've proven is they really don't know what they're doing. And it's offensive say. to me when I'm told, well, how, how what right do you have to talk about this? You're not a doctor. Well, you are a doctor. Apparently, you don't know what the heck you're talking about either. Well, they're, I think, primarily interested in in advancing the government's power to tell people what to do, uh, less so about, you know, keeping people healthy right now. But, uh, yeah, you know, can we talk about these things candidly? Um, you know, maybe we can on your program, but uh, in uh, in news organizations generally, uh, in official circles, uh, it is very, very difficult to have an honest and candid discussion about what's happening. I have never talked with Chris Powell, the former managing editor of the J.I. Journal Inquirer, great, great publication. Um, I've never gotten anyone to give me a definitive answer on the press release that I read on, on this airway, these airwaves about a year and a half ago, press release from the CDC in 2008. This was a height of H1N1, a novel virus, the H1N1, no vaccine in sight. The CDC said we do not, after a two-week shutdown, the CDC said we do not recommend closing schools, daycares, or businesses. Why? Because there would be a, a negative ripple effect on the culture that would be very damaging, right? So what? when they didn't know what H1N1 was and they had no vaccine on the horizon at all at that point, why did the CDC... And the, and the powers that be, why did they change from we don't think shutting down is the right thing to do here to shut down everything? And how, who knows the damage that we've caused, emotional damage that we've caused to kids, intellectual damage that we've caused to kids, academic damage we've caused to kids. We have no idea what we're doing with this stuff. And for these guys to come out and parade this thing like this is this is science, science. Science died with me when Lamont said you couldn't use blow dryers, and then the black hair salons got mad about it, and then he said you could use paper dryers. That's when this, this for me, that's when the horse left the corral a long time ago. Well, there's a lot of politics in, in science. Um, look, can, can, is it fair to observe the progression of this issue over the last two years or so and say, yeah, look, we're in a worse place now in some ways than you know we were at the beginning. Could we just audit government's official response to the epidemic? Uh, can we try to make some official determination as to what works and what doesn't work? Uh, how effective are, are are the vaccines? How effective is masking? Uh, how effective are lockdowns? Um, I, I think you know, given the progression of things right now, it's it's fair to wonder if uh, any of these things are really uh, the best responses to the ep epidemic. Uh, my own feeling mm -hmm. is that uh, you know, far far more than you know, these vaccines. Uh, uh, we need therapies. We need therapies for for the disease. The uh, the guy who's uh, head of uh, uh, one of the uh, medical committees uh, in the United Kingdom. Uh, mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, a guy named uh, Pollard. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, Professor Sue and Sir, Sir Andrew Pollard uh, yeah. said uh, last week.
week in an interview with the London Telegraph, uh, we cannot vaccinate the planet every four to six months. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable right. or affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would uh, note that uh, we, we had a hell of a time trying to, to get the, uh, the impoverished cities here in Connecticut vaccinated even once. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get everybody you know, boosted every four to six months? It's not going to happen. It's also going to just to deprive the developing world of any resources against the disease because, you know, they, they barely have, uh, have money for vaccines in the first place. We need therapies. Uh, therapies are much more easy to deliver than vaccines around the world, especially therapies taken by mouth. And as a matter of fact, outside the United States, there is pretty good recognition that we have certain therapies uh, that uh, are very, uh, very effective. Dare, dare I mention them on your program? And, well, well, because, and you, but Chris, you can't because uh, you the know, pharmaceutical companies can't them. make the kind of money that they're making. That's well, all about that, greed. That is a, that is a suspicion. Uh, but there are, I think, as many as 50 studies showing that uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine if administered early in the course of uh, an infection, are very very effective in shutting it down. Uh, Now, uh, (laughs) people don't believe this. I mean, I could show them some of the studies. I remember very well one from uh, Shiva Medical Center in in Israel, uh, I think two or three months ago, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, which uh, concluded that ivermectin is uh, an antiviral, a protease inhibitor, and it is very effective both as a preventive for COVID-19 and as a therapy for COVID-19. Now, don't argue with me. Argue with Sheba <laughs> Medical Center. They, they, they did a double-blind study. Uh, why is it so damn subversive and criminal to mention this in the United States? Well, because we got a bunch of people in charge that don't want free speech, Chris. I mean, that's I mean, you know that that's the answer. But I mean, we've got there, there, I think there's cracks in the armor. I really do because last uh, yesterday a report came out CNN. They were talking about it, and and a, and a, and, a, and a contributor on CNN said, "Well, maybe the media is really out of touch with the public. Maybe we really don't get what they're feeling, what they're thinking about when it comes to COVID." They're, well, you're the, starting the to hear these. The United these, States is so incapable. Of critical thinking in regard to this epidemic. Oh my gosh. Uh, it is betraying the country. Look, more than 30% of the patients in Connecticut hospitals, according to the governor's daily report, are, are breakthrough cases. Uh, we also know that many people who are in the hospital listed as COVID patients got into the hospital for other reasons and were only incidentally discovered to be infected. Yeah. Um, we're being misled by some of this data. Our press will not uh, look at the data critically. Now, this isn't to say that everything the government's doing is wrong. It, it's not to say we shouldn't wear masks. It's not to say we shouldn't get vaccinated. It's, right. it's to ask, how effective right. is this stuff? Can we audit this stuff? And that's the problem. Even to ask the question, you're labeled a flat earther. Oh, how dare you? How dare you even question? I mean, thank God for the prime minister of Spain, Pedro Sanchez. Pedro Sanchez has said just a couple of days ago, Pedro Sanchez, we have to learn how to live with the coronavirus. We can't shut things down. And his government is doing that. They're 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 making ways to live with the virus. I said that in church the other day, and I'm I'm surprised I haven't been recalled yet. because I said we have to learn to live with the virus. We can't go shutting everything down every time there's something that comes out of a new strain, a new variant. Yeah, well, look, this is not to say this is not a serious problem. It's not to say 
that the virus has not done terrible damage to uh, society, uh, killing people and you know shutting so much of, uh, of society down. It it, it is to, yeah to say we we have to uh, we have to live with it. I mean, look, I, I think according to the the governor's uh, statistics uh, yesterday. Uh, that uh, we we had uh, we're having about 17 deaths of COVID associated deaths in Connecticut uh, uh, every day. We had uh, another uh, 79 new patients uh, uh, admitted to hospitals uh, in Connecticut yesterday, and that uh, uh, there were more than 31,000 new cases registered in Connecticut positive tests uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. But if you if you look at those numbers. It means 31,000 new cases, but only 79 new new patients, and yeah. only 17 uh, COVID-associated deaths, mm-hmm. uh, deaths that might not have even been primarily caused by uh, by the virus. Uh, that's something like three tenths of one percent of those 31,000 new cases were serious cases. Uh, why are we so hysterical? Uh, again, I don't. I said this to my wife there, and I said I'm I'm struggling here. I'm struggling to figure the end game out. What what is the what is the the, the win here for the folks that are that are on the you know everybody has to wear a mask, everybody has to be vaccinated, boosted every six months, everybody has to stay home at uh, Christmas time. What's the end? I mean, I, I I'm struggling. I'm struggling to find out what what the win is. What what is the goal of all this? Well, I, I, I don't know, but I do think you, you were alluding to this a minute ago. Uh, uh, if, if you add up uh, the negative uh, effects of government's response to this epidemic, I think you might find that the, uh, the response is more damaging than, than the, the virus itself. I mean, there's a, a lot of terrible things here. The mortality in the population generally is up dramatically. Uh, you know, this is depressing everybody. It's it's ruining businesses. It's it's ruining ruining uh, careers. Uh, uh, you know, there the, we've got to audit the response here. That's what I'm I'm, I'm saying. Well, I mean, forget the uh, all, all the other stuff. How about we audit the response? What, what what's what are the successes here and what are what are the failures here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, again, and, and if you if you pull the curtain back and you do that, you're going to find. That's why I saw an interview with uh, Jim Jordan, uh, Congressman for Ohio, and a doctor, and he said, uh, he said, what's the budget, CDC? Long story short, sixty-three billion dollars, thirty thousand people work there. He said, why do you suppose that the government has not done an aggressive or any any study on natural immunity? And the doctor says, well, you're going to hate the answer, but I think it blows up their narrative. Because now we see it in Israel, we see it in Africa, we see it in England, UK. Natural immunity is incredibly robust, and uh, that's why I think this Omicron is a is a blessing in disguise. I think a lot of people are going to get it. Yes, some some fortunately are going to not survive it, but a lot of people are going to get it, and it's going to increase the immunity rate across the country, across the world, and maybe we get out of this disaster. But but there, John Hopkins University is now doing a privately funded study, the only one of its kind in the United States, privately funded study on natural immunity. When it comes out in a couple of months, I think it's going to pull the curtain back on a lot of this stuff. Well, that's that's the hope. And along those those lines, uh, I think we're we're very seriously neglecting uh, an issue here, and that is uh, support of the human immune system. Yes, we have known for many months that uh, serious virus cases are associated not only with all those 
comorbidities, uh, but also with vitamin D deficiency. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D is essential, one of several things that are are essential to uh, strengthening the the human immune system. Darker complexion people have more trouble making vitamin C than lighter complexion people. We've known this from the beginning. Why are we not distributing free vitamin D to the whole population? And not not just the the damn virus tests. I mean, presumably you you can tell if you're sick or not, but you know, without any test, uh, why not give the immune system boosting uh, vitamins to uh, to people for free? Uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, zinc, which helps zinc, uh, right. get them into your, no, into that's, your system. That's the These trifecta are... right there, Chris. Zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. You probably eliminate half the illness. But there was a, even the Atlantic, the 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 the, 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 the conservative bastion of truth. The Atlantic published an article last week, and and the guy was saying, or an op-ed piece last week, and the guy said, we can't keep wasting all these tests just because yeah. you get a sniffle you don't run out and get tested it's yeah, well, insane the, 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 the government i think the government senses it's not being very effective here and if if, if it gives everybody free tests it'll look like it's effective but people can tell if they're sick i mean they may not be able to tell if they're infected because many people are asymptomatic but they can tell if they're sick uh yeah i, I agree it's a, it's a distraction but uh look <laughs> The immune system, as you're saying, is probably our our primary defense against this and and other ailments. Why can't we have the government boost it with with free free vitamins to uh, to people right now in this emergency? It, it would it would do far more, uh, in my opinion. It would do far more than than what we're trying now. Listen, I I mean, this is the pastor in me comes out and I say it all the time. I'm I'm better trusting of the immune system that God created in me than the one that Dr. Fauci did. So. Um, Chris, i got to let you go. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Stay out of jail, Will. Okay. <laughs> Get me the card from Monopoly. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Open phone lines, the half hour. All your calls, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Right here on your, your Common Sense Evangelist, the Will Marotti Show. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. I just want to, what a great audience. You guys are always so, so helpful and willing to share good ideas. I just got a great uh, message uh, from, from Don Teller from Tall, Tall Metal Farms. Don said, uh, and great, great idea. If, you, if you've got a bathroom, your older house, right, pipes, you're worried about pipes freezing, super cold like it's going to be, outside wall kind of a situation, bathroom, something like that. Instead of a heater, instead of putting a heater there, open up the, the underneath if, if it's got a, a vanity or a cabinet. Open it up and just put a fan there and just blow regular, you know, room temperature air through there. That will help keep it from freezing. Much safer. You can sleep at, at ease with that. You don't have to worry about a fire from an electric heater. So, so Don, thank you. That's a great, uh, that's a great suggestion. All right, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Got to go, go quick here. We've got a full board. Everybody wants to get a chance. I'm going to go to George first because he's holding for a long time. George in St. Louis. George, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. I, I'm infuriated about this, that Biden would go to Atlanta for, a, for a, you know, for election rigging. That's what that is. And they don't want Rather, him. Did you hear what they said? Like Stacey Abrams, they said, it's too little, too late. Don't come. Yeah, and, and, and rather, <laughs> rather than go there... He didn't want to help the 350,000 hostages in Chicago who had a closed, um, uh, 
you know, uh, education system. Yeah. He didn't want to help. He didn't want to help those 350,000 hostages in, in Chicago. This, yeah. this is infuriating. Yeah. And by the way, mm. the uh, students have been substandard. They've been under 40% um, skill level yeah. in mathematics and reading yes. in, in the uh, Chicago school system. And it's been, it's gotten worse since, uh, since COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those, those kids are lost. 350,000 kids in Chicago are absolutely lost. And, By and the it's way, it's been that way for decades, George, if we cared, we've had plenty of time to do something if we really cared about it. We, we shouldn't tolerate the substandard education system in Chicago, no, nor no should we for it all. tolerate no for it all. substandard uh, governments like, like what Biden has built. Mm-hmm. Well, George, uh, you know, poor, thank you for your call. Unfortunately, I, I don't really think, and I don't, I don't know anyone, any critical thinking person that actually believes that Joe Biden is, is leading anything at this point. He's just being sent out there to give a message. Half the time it's wrong or it's confusing or Jill has to step in. It's, it is tragic what they're doing to this poor guy. Um, and, and what I want to know is where are all the people, where are the Republicans? When, when Trump was in office, you had Maxine Waters from day one, impeach, impeach, impeach. You had people calling for removal, 25th Amendment, where there's not a stinking peep. And maybe this because it plays better into the Republican hands. I don't know. There's not a peep about the 25th Amendment with Biden. Clearly, this poor man is compromised. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can't even, can't even understand how it's possible. Let's go to our good friend in uh, Hamden. Uh, Tim. Hello, Tim. Well, greetings from Hamden, Connecticut. How is it cold Hamden, yes. Yes, Hamden uh, and everything. Uh, just a quick question. Um, also, um, are you involved with uh, Republican politics anymore? Are you on the Central Committee or anything? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just, just curious. I'm a, I'm a you bystander. Were in the past, weren't you? No, I was never on the State Committee, but I was, I was involved in oh, okay. events. Oh, okay. Just, nature, just yeah. kind of curious. Well, the reason I called up is simply that you know the Republican Party, the conservatives, and everybody else is playing are playing politics uh, with. The entire COVID thing, we've seen it with nasty little grainy ads that now the GOP is, is, is putting out there. And, you know, again, I didn't vote for Lamont, okay? I voted for Haas Griebel because I, I knew that we wouldn't get a lot of really uh, competent uh, third party uh, things out there. But what I hear instead is mm-hmm. I hear everything in the kitchen sink being thrown at Lamont, and I'm like, give me a break. I mean, you know, essentially – uh, a classic example of that was uh, Tony Wong was on, you know, uh, has been all over the radio saying, you know, we should have a, you know, the governor is, is messing up, you know. So even your last uh, uh, guest was talking about, do we, you know, should, should we ask the Republican candidates who are going to be running for governor and everything else, you know, should we have, be having testing or not? You know, the Florida governor said that we were testing too much. I think we have been. Typically, Tim, tell me if this isn't correct. I know it is. Never ask a question if you don't know the answer. Uh, Typically, you know, we we test people that are symptomatic. We don't just blanket test the entire population. Oh, okay. So you're you're repeating uh, 
DeSantis' talking point. No, that's true. That, uh, doctors that, will say know, that. There so. was a story in The Atlantic, Tim, last week, The Atlantic, the conservative yeah, bastion of truth. And in The Atlantic, they said you can't test everybody. What are you trying to do? No, we can't. You know, we probably should you know, test a lot of people who have been underserved. And Yes, you, know, you test the people at of, risk. You test the older folks. Uh, you test people. Well, with, we, you don't you test know, the whole population. Of, and unfortunately, we found, you know, that it's this, you know, you know, the thing last year when you were on and everybody else was, you know, it was time to, uh, you know, the COVID was over. It's time to get back on all that stuff. And a lot of us were saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're, we're playing dynamite. But the Republican Party sit there, you know, on one hand, say all the schools should be, you know, have mass mandates. No, they shouldn't. Back and forth. I, you know, I, I've never been for schools. With me. I don't think forth. kids should have to wear masks. I've been you know, consistent well, that, with that from day one. You know, if you if you get all these Republican you know, Republicans, Tim, what about the yeah. prime minister of Spain, Pedro Sanchez, that says, you know what, we need to learn how to live with this. We can't go shutting everything down. We can't close down the world because of a virus I, or a yeah, variant. Okay, it deflects. He's not a Republican. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, you know, should we have vitamins and all that sort of stuff, be mass distributing that? That sounds like a great socialist idea. You know, and I would be all for that. We no, it sounds like a great country. preventative idea for right. if, if you want to let the health yeah. and human services do something yeah. worthwhile, let but them send volunteers blame. out distributing vitamins. Tim, I've given you extra time because I enjoy oh, you your did. comments, but I have to move on to other calls. Thank you so much. Let's go to uh, Paul in Plymouth. Hello, Paul. Yeah, I think uh, your listening public wants to know whether you're going to be true to your word and welcome my call. I want to talk about misinformation in the cancel culture. I pulled up. Are you there, Pastor Will? Yeah, I'm I'm giving you time to speak, Paul. Go ahead. So there's an excellent article in DW called How to Recognize Misinformation. And it's Deutsche Welle, DW, How to Recognize. And it was published today, by the way. Defining Propaganda. What is the purpose of political propaganda? What role do media outlets play in spreading political propaganda? And then it gets to the bottom. How to detect political propaganda? Checklist. How do I spot it? Identifying a potential source bias is more than one perspective provided. Well, you're doing that this morning. The second one, identifying who is behind a source. Follow the money. If it's uh, funded by a right-wing think tank, then, well, there may be a little bias there. Or a left-wing think tank. What's that? Or a left-wing think tank. Yes. I mean, identify without um, spreading misinformation again about it being George Soros in a world cabal. I hardly I mean, ever mention George any good. Soros, and, and you and know you that. you have part. callers that constantly do this. We have a so caller that, that constantly mentions George Soros. A one caller. Allow that kind of stuff? Paul, we have one caller who constantly mentions George Soros. One. Okay. One caller. And so... And, and, and your host, me, never does. So it also says differences between facts and opinions. And what I recommend is people to go and... Uh, define, do a little tutorial online about what is considered evidence in a courtroom. And then you'll know the difference between fact and opinion. Okay. It's pretty easy. And then the last one, does a source stir up prejudices, stoke hatred and fear? In my opinion, Donald Trump got elected because he did that. 
And do we want, the question is, do we want to continue his lead and hitch his wagon, hitch up to his wagon train um, with him being the leader of the party? Well, I mean, Paul, we'll only know that if he runs for president again, and we'll only know that definitively if he wins. So there's no other, there's no, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, is the answer. But Paul, I got to take a break. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. And I gave you more time than, than I'm allowing other guests, but I appreciate your, your points. All right, I'll take a quick break. A couple commercials. Uh, Charles, Steve, hang in there. We'll get to you guys. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Give us a call. I'd love to talk with you today. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Ten fifty three WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti here. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two. We're talking about the uh, earlier talking about the juvenile facility, $25 million rehab opened up three years after we closed it. Should we do it? Talking about uh, Chris, Chris Powell talking about changing the definition of what a vaccine or these vaccines are. Uh, Maybe that's a long term change. I don't know. Uh, Grocery store shelves. Is it is it empty shell? Hashtag hashtag empty shelf Biden. Uh, Is that really the way it is? I haven't been in a grocery store for four or five days. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go today just to do a reconnaissance run. Uh, so all those things and much more. So give us a call. I'll talk to you. Let's go to uh, Steve in Springfield. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi Pastor Will. How are you doing? Good. Um, you know, you know. sometimes when people call, it's just like, you know, we get gaslighted so bad by the media. It, sometimes we have to struggle to clearly restate the obvious. And I'll tell you what needs to be done with this vaccine thing. We need to look at the contracts that the, that the vaccine companies made with the government, how much guaranteed money, how many guaranteed vaccines the government said that they were going to distribute. And we also need the Freedom of Information Act reports on the Pfizer trails. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the Supreme Court is demanding them. You know that Pfizer wants 75 years to release all the information on their effectiveness? Yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't that convenient? What is this, the Kennedy assassination? I was going to say the Kennedy assassination. You find out more information. No, I mean, I just think if you do that, Steve, you're going to find out that a lot of this has to do with the just unashamed greed. I think that well, well, the, the pharmaceutical is- companies are intoxicated with these open-ended contracts with the government, and they just stink and load it up as much as they can. And, and the thing that baffles me is, since when is the left okay with corporate greed because it's a vaccine manufacturer? I thought they were against corporate greed. I thought they were against all the harmful chemicals that were being put in our food. And then they were turning these same companies were funding nutrition schools across the United States. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, uh, vaccine manufacturers are on their way to sainthood. Well, it's the same thing, Steve. It's the same reason why a lot of these uh, companies will say, I think we lost you. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, a lot of the companies will say that they're, they're against, uh, you know, man-made climate change while they're flying their private jets to Switzerland for a, a conference. You know, I mean, just it's, it's hypocrisy at the highest level. Let's go to uh, Dave in Watertown. Hi, Dave. Hey, how are you doing? Well, good, good. Good. So glad to hear you back on the radio. Thank you. Good to be heard. All right, I just want to follow up on Chris Powell's interview. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
last February, my wife got COVID, and, you know, I definitely got it. So I was tested. Since then, this past mid-December, I got tested again, positive. So, you know, they sent me home. So, anyways, I, I do have the day off. I just, I have to absolutely vouch for the idea of vitamins. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I will tell you, since last February, we have, uh, here in Watertown, we have a pharmacist, uh, well, yeah, she's a pharmacist, uh, European. She didn't want to work American to the American system. She down at Nature's Pharmacy in Watertown. Mm-hmm. She told me take 4,000 uh, international units of vitamin T, 20,000 units of um, vitamin A a day. And uh, what I would describe as a viral binder, so mm-hmm. that if you get a virus, it, it gets bound in place so that your body can take care of it. And I have to tell you, well, I haven't even had so much as a scuffy nose since, you know, really the entire year for a whole wow. entire year. Good for you. And That's I awesome. was tested positive COVID twice with like virtually no effects. Huh. So, I, I um, well, that's great. I appreciate to hear. all the people that uh, choose to to listen to TIC and try to get some more information, because I think that that uh, Chris Powell was spot on and right. I mean, if there there have been no zero number of people vitamin D sufficient, zero deaths, mm-hmm. zero from COVID. Mm-hmm. So. I just want to spread that information. It's about time I did. Good. I'm glad you did, Dave. Thank you so much. I appreciate your call and your good advice. We like that. Uh, let me just say this. I'm going to take Charles for the last call of the day, but here's the thing. Um, New Jersey Health Commissioner Judith Parashelli said yesterday in a press briefing that of the 6,075 people in New Jersey hospitals, only 2,963 were there because of COVID. My point is this. I don't think the environment or the pathologies in Connecticut are all that much different than New Jersey or New York. All right. How many other states are there that less than half the patients admitted in hospitals are for COVID? I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm not saying the hospitals are, are not stressed. Certainly nurses in particular are stressed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not all COVID. It's not as bad as people want to make it out. Charles, you got 30 seconds. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Yeah, South Bay Trading School has been, you know, closing their doors eventually because they, when clients leave or pass on or move on, you know, group homes, all that. It's a great facility, and they have separate cottages for the juvenile. See, when you talk about prison, I know quite a few prison guards, federal and state. It's a whole different world in there. It's a whole no, of course city. it is. Of course and it is. And the young it's people don't world. know any better. They really don't. And well, I, I, we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow, Charles. I, I want to see what show. more people think about Thank you for your call. Hey, listen, guys, great show today. Thank you so much. Tom Shattuck coming up next. Have a great afternoon. Stay warm. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys. See you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Thanks, Matt. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 